Welcome to this week's episode of the Fantasy Fanatics podcast. I'm your host once again, James, and I'm joined once again by Nate. What's up, man? So, All right. In this week's episode, we're going to cover the schedule release for the NFL. We'll talk about what that means for each game. We'll talk about potentially what that means across the board. Uh, some exciting games. Uh, we'll go week by week and we'll take a look at that. Um, and then after the NFL, we'll move to the NBA. We'll take uh, an outlook at the NBA playoffs, and we'll do the same for the NHL as well. Uh, I believe the second round is coming to an end in the NBA, and the first round is coming to an end in the NHL. So definitely exciting stuff. So let's just hop right into it. We'll start with the NFL schedule release. They released all 18 weeks of the schedule for the 2022 season. So let's just hop right into week one. Um, Nate, I'll start with you. Uh, I guess just sort of preview your team, the Cleveland Browns, who they're playing, and I guess give me another matchup that you're really looking forward to in week one. So it looks like the Browns are going to be facing the Panthers. Um, that's going to be kind of interesting because if I remember correctly, um, the Browns don't have uh, Jarvis Landry anymore, so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see um, uh, who, which quarterback is going to be playing and I guess for the Panthers end, it's going to be interesting to see um, how Christian McCaffrey kind of returns. And I guess another playoff matchup that I think is going to be interesting could be maybe Patriots and Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, if those two teams were playoff teams this year, I mean, I mean, I expect both teams to be good, so they could be in. Yeah, that's a divisional matchup. I'll just jump right into that. Uh, the Patriots uh, playing the Dolphins. I feel like that's a game that, you know, uh, could set the tempo for these two teams for the rest of the season. You know, if one of these teams gets off to a slow start, their division got a lot better. So um, I know Buffalo did win the division last year. So these two teams are trying to keep pace. So we'll definitely have to see um, how these two play. And I guess another matchup that I kind of really am looking forward to. Uh, I know that we could uh, probably, you know, talk about all the Super Bowl champion Rams are against the Bills, but that's like the first game of the season. But if you go all the way down to the Monday night game, Denver Broncos against Seattle Seahawks, that's Russell Wilson returning to Seattle. I feel like that's pretty exciting, in my opinion. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's definitely going to be pretty interesting to watch. Yeah, I think week one's loaded with a lot of good games. I will bounce to week two now. Um, I guess I'll start with you first. I guess break down the Cleveland Browns game, and I guess another game that you're really looking forward to. So I guess um, Jets versus Browns. Um, it's going to be kind of interesting, kind of from the Jets' end because they've been rebuilding for a while. So it'll be interesting to kind of see how um, the Jets do and kind of how uh, the Browns try to uh, match the Jets' offense. And I guess for another interesting matchup. Um, I guess maybe um, the Bengals, actually, maybe the Cardinals and the Raiders. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, Cardinals and Raiders, two like up-and-coming teams. I know they were non-playoff teams before last season. They finally broke through and made the playoffs. So maybe these two teams are still on their way up. Definitely interesting to see. Uh, the, the Patriots actually have 
a matchup against the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, in week two. Definitely going to be interesting. Maybe Kenny Pickett is the starting quarterback for the Steelers in that game. Definitely be interesting to see how he runs the offense there in Pittsburgh up against a young and upcoming Mac Jones as well. And then an, an interesting matchup, uh, I guess, for this uh, week. Um, you got the Buffalo Bills against the Tennessee Titans. I remember the Titans upset the Bills last year. Um, I believe it was on Sunday Night Football, or it was a primetime game for sure, and Derrick Henry ran all over the Bills. So we'll definitely have to see how this Titans team looks without A.J. Brown and whether they're still going to be as good as they were last season. Um, but, yeah, let's get to week three. Some great matchups there. I guess break down the Browns and another matchup. That's going to be a divisional rivalry between the Steelers and the Browns. So I guess just by default of that, that's going to be kind of an interesting game for both teams, I think. Um, it'll be interesting to kind of see how the Steelers quarterback kind of performs um, against uh, the Browns defense. Um, the Browns have a pretty good defensive line uh, with uh, Miles Garrett. Um, Clowney if he returns so it's going to be an interesting matchup I think and I guess uh, Bills and Dolphins that looks pretty interesting as well yeah divisional matchup there uh, we've got to see if the Dolphins are for real this coming season uh, the Baltimore Ravens are at the New England Patriots in week three uh, we'll have definitely have to see how Lamar Jackson does coming off of his injury last season, see how this Ravens team looks without Hollywood Brown. Um, and I guess a revamped defense against this Patriots squad. I guess another great matchup here is Chiefs against Colts. Obviously, the Colts get Matt Ryan. The Chiefs, I mean, they just continue to be dominant almost every year. We'll see how they do without Tyree Kill. But yeah, that's definitely a matchup I'm looking forward to. Uh, we'll bounce right to week four. I guess, give me your thoughts on the Browns matchup and another exciting one. I guess for this matchup, um, the Falcons are still rebuilding. So it'll be kind of interesting to see how far along the rebuild they went. Um, for the Browns, I feel like they'd probably be the favorite since they're um, supposed to be a playoff level team at this point. And yeah, they should be at a fairly high level. So I think that the Falcons will probably be the underdogs in this match. So it'll be kind of interesting to see, I guess, for Atlanta fans to see if um, the Falcons can upset the Browns maybe. And I guess for another interesting matchup, I'm thinking maybe Broncos and Raiders. Yeah, definitely a solid matchup. Division matchup, Russell Wilson coming to Denver. Um, yeah, but I guess before getting into the Patriots matchup, there's two amazing matchups uh, Sunday night and Monday night. You got Chiefs and Bucks, that's Super Bowl rematch from a couple of years back. And then Rams 49ers was the NFC championship game last year. Both of them, you get them in the same weekend. That's pretty uh, great there. And then Patriots in Green Bay to take on the Packers. I mean, I think that's pretty solid as well. We'll definitely have to see how Aaron Rodgers does without Devontae Adams. And yeah, against a, a Patriots defense, it's not going to take him lightly. So um, yeah, I definitely uh, think that's going to be a great matchup. Uh, we'll move to week five now and uh, we'll take a look at the matchups here. I guess, give me your thoughts on Cleveland's matchup and another exciting one for the week. Yeah, Cleveland versus Chargers. I believe they played each other last season as well and went all the way down to the wire. Um, it was pretty much like a last throw kind of situation almost. So 
um, really back and forth. It's probably going to be really back and forth this game as well. So it's definitely going to be some exciting football to watch. Um, some more exciting football, I guess, maybe another divisional rivalry between the Bengals and the Ravens. Yeah, for sure. And um, I guess uh, the Lions being at the Patriots in week four, I mean, in week five. Uh, yeah, this is a game the Patriots have to win. There's no question about it. Can't take the Lions lightly or else, yeah, they, they could be much improved this year. Um, and then I guess a matchup that I'm really fascinated to see. I mean, you got the Raiders and the Chiefs Monday night. That's a division matchup. Those two teams, they're always in a shootout pretty much. And um, yeah, it'll definitely be a great matchup overall. Um, we'll bounce to week six now. Um, yeah, getting to uh, this week, I guess, Patriots are facing the Browns. That's going to be interesting. I didn't even know that they were scheduled to face each other. I guess, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm pretty interested in that as well. So it's definitely going to be, it could, I think it's going to be pretty interesting because both teams are, I think, per, pretty high level Patriots, they looks like they could make the playoffs this year or at least next year, if not this year. Browns are expected to make the playoffs this year, so it's basically potentially two playoff teams playing each other, so it's going to be interesting, I think. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see this matchup, especially if Deshaun Watson is playing. He'll definitely make this um, a really exciting matchup. Um, I guess a, a matchup that another one I'd be looking forward to seeing is, I guess, Bills against Chiefs. I mean, everyone's probably looking forward to seeing that in Sunday afternoon. I guess maybe what's another matchup that you are looking forward to? Um, I'm thinking maybe the Broncos and the Chargers. Yeah, definitely another solid matchup there. Division rivals. Uh, with Russell Wilson coming to that division, pretty much all the divisional games are going to be great, let's be honest. So, the yeah, it'll definitely be exciting. Uh, we'll get to week seven. I'll hand it off to you. All right. So there's another divisional rivalry between the Browns and the Ravens. Um, I think those games, they also are pretty back and forth. So it's going to be interesting for uh, both teams. Um, obviously, both teams really want to win. So um, it's basically a must watch if you're a fan of the Browns or the Ravens. And I guess... Another interesting game would probably be the Saints and the Cardinals. Yeah, for sure. The Saints obviously signing Jarvis Landry this week. Uh, that's a piece of news that, that came through. So the Saints are definitely looking really strong this year. So we'll definitely have to see how they perform. Um, Monday Night Football, Bears against Patriots. Another game, Patriots got to put their foot down and get the win. Um, can't mess around there. And then uh, Sunday afternoon, Chiefs against 49ers, a Super Bowl rematch from a few years ago. That's definitely going to be one that's going to be pretty exciting. Um, we'll bounce now to week eight, where we have uh, some pretty good matchups here. Um, I believe, oh yeah, the Browns are playing on Monday night. This is a big game. I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, right after a divisional rivalry, there's another divisional rivalry for the Browns. So I mean, uh, the Bengals, they made it all the way to the Super Bowl. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see how the Browns go up against uh, super officially Super Bowl-level teams. So, yeah, I guess it's going to kind of be a litmus test for how well the Browns do. And I guess um, for another interesting matchup, I'm thinking maybe uh, Cardinals and Vikings. 
Yeah, for sure. I think those two teams did play last year, and it was a pretty good matchup, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, definitely really solid. You got the Patriots at the Jets. This is a divisional game. Jets are probably going to be the worst team in the division, so this is must-win for the Patriots every single time. Definitely need to get the win there. Another matchup to look forward to is Packers against Bills Sunday night. I mean, these two teams can throw the ball all over the field, so definitely going to be an exciting watch there. Getting to week nine, um, just looking at the schedule, um, it looks like the Browns have a bye. So I guess what are your thoughts on uh, an exciting matchup? Um, I'm thinking ooh, there's a few that I think are going to be really interesting. Um, there's the Ravens and the Saints. I think that's going to be a really interesting um, matchup because both of those teams have um, really good offenses, I think, in terms of the roster. There's Titans and Chiefs, um, I guess, a really good scrambling quarterback who can pass really well as well in Patrick Mahomes and um, really dominant running back in Derrick Henry. So that's going to be interesting as well. For sure. And um, getting to the Patriots game, they're facing the Indianapolis Colts. That loss to the Colts last year was crushing the way Jonathan Taylor ran all over the field. Patriots are definitely working to get a better run defense for this season. So hopefully they can keep up with this Colts team. Um, and then an exciting matchup. Obviously, I got to go with Rams and Bucks. We saw how crazy that playoff game was where Brady came all the way back, but he couldn't get it done there. He'll definitely want revenge for that uh, matchup. And it's going to be in Tampa again. So definitely going to be exciting. Uh, we'll head over to week 10. Looking at the games here, um, I'll get to you on Cleveland. So I guess the Browns are going to be facing the Dolphins. I feel like the Dolphins are going to be a strong team this year. So it's going to be, I think, potentially a tough matchup for the Browns. So, again, it'll be really interesting to see how the Browns do up against an up-and-coming up Dolphins team. Oh, yeah, I agree. Any matchup against the Dolphins isn't going to be easy this coming season. I guess give me another matchup you're looking forward to. I guess maybe the Vikings and the Bills could be pretty interesting. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Bills games seem to be really high scoring last season. So it looks like it might be the same this season. So definitely going to be exciting if you like high scoring football. Um, I guess with the Patriots being on a bye, just going through the slate, looking for some interesting games. I'd be interested to see, I guess, how Trevor Lawrence does in his second year Jags against Chiefs, you know, sort of squaring him up against Patrick Mahomes. The Jags definitely should be better than they were last season. They had like, what, one or two wins the entire year. Definitely should be better than that, if I'm not mistaken. They might have had more than that, but uh, yeah, they'll definitely be better. And then Cowboys-Packers, obviously, it's going to be high scoring. You know, Dallas can put up points. Green Bay can probably do the same. Obviously, they both lost their number one wide receivers heading into next year. So it'll be interesting how these two offenses sort of work around that. And then we'll bounce now to week 11. I guess looking at the matchup, I guess, what are your thoughts on Cleveland's matchup? Um, it's going to be another really tough matchup in the Bills. Um, I think the Bills, they're usually, they're basically a Super Bowl contender every year. So um, it's going to be, I guess, another litmus test for the Browns because if the Browns make the playoffs, there's a chance they might have to face a team like the Bills. I mean, just the AFC in general is really strong. So they they'd have to at least try to do really well against the Bills or win. So I guess uh, we'll have to see how well the Browns do. Yeah, I think a lot of these games we find exciting are AFC games. Uh, I guess another game that you like uh, on the slate. 
Well, I guess uh, trying to look for an NFC game. Um, maybe the Rams and the Saints. Yeah, that definitely should be a good game. It's in New Orleans too. So uh, New Orleans, they're building a, a contending team. We'll definitely have to see how they stack up against the Super Bowl champs. Um, getting to the Patriots, I mean, um, yeah, no matchup is easy. So uh, they got to put the Jets away. It's the second matchup of the, against the Jets for the season. You're at home. You got to put your foot down, like I said, against some of these teams that are below you. Um, and then uh, I guess games I'm looking forward to take your pick between Raiders, Broncos and Chiefs Chargers. That division is crazy. Um, they're both going to be exciting. I might lean with Chiefs Chargers just because um, those two quarterbacks just throw it all over the field. So, um, yeah, uh, two really exciting games there in week 11, getting to week 12. Um, I guess I'll get to you on, on Cleveland's game. And I guess the Browns have another tough team <laughs> in the Buccaneers. So, oh, geez. yeah, I guess um, this uh, season is going to be uh, really tough for the Browns. But if the Browns want to be able to make the playoffs, they have to be able to face tough teams and win. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do against, again, again another uh, possible Super Bowl contender in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, their schedule is littered with contending teams as their entire division is practically contending teams at this point. So, yeah, it's going to be crazy. I guess give me another matchup that you like in this week. I guess uh, just taking a look at some of the matchups, um, I think Bengals and Titans, that could be a pretty good matchup. Yeah, that's actually a playoff rematch. Definitely excited to see that. Um I guess uh, getting to the Patriots for this week, uh, they're playing against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I believe that game is the primetime Thanksgiving game. So definitely going to be exciting. That's a game the Patriots just really need to, you know, um, prove that they're going to be a playoff team. You know, if they want to make the playoffs, you got to beat a team like the Vikings. That's sort of middling in there. They're like a borderline playoff team. You got to beat a team like that. So definitely going to be exciting to see if the Patriots can do that. And I mean, if there's another exciting game on this slate, it's Rams against Chiefs. We saw that one year on Monday night where these two teams, they both put up almost seven touchdowns each or something like that. It was crazy. Yeah, we know these two teams can throw it all over the field, especially when you got two big arms like Patrick Mahomes and Matthew Stafford. So um, definitely going to be a solid uh, game there. We'll get to week 13. Um I mean, I'll start with Thursday night bills against Patriots. That's the biggest game of the Patriots season right there. If they want a chance at winning the division, you got to beat Buffalo at home. Um, yeah. I remember how windy that game was last year and the Patriots pulled it out. So uh, who knows whether they'll be able to do that again against the bills. And I guess another game I'm looking forward to um, chiefs and Bengals. That was a crazy playoff game last year. I'll definitely be looking forward to the rematch this year, but I guess I'll get to you on your Browns. So I guess the Browns possibly get a bit of a break in facing the Texans. Um, Texans should be underdogs um, in this game. So I think for the Browns, it's probably just going to be um, try to rest your players after facing a bunch of tough teams while still trying to pull out the win. Um, Texans are going to be looking for the upset. So it'll be interesting to see how the Texans play. Yeah, for sure. No easy games during the season. I guess give me another matchup you like. 
I guess uh, another interesting matchup, um, maybe the Dolphins and the 49ers. Yeah, that's definitely an interesting matchup. Uh, definitely have to see where those two teams are at when they face each other. Uh, bouncing to week 14 now, um, I guess give me your thoughts. Another divisional game for the Browns. Yeah, it looks like they're facing um, the, I guess, potentially a Super Bowl contender again in the Bengals because they just made the Super Bowl. So I guess that officially makes them Super Bowl contenders. I think this is going to be the second time in the season they're facing the Bengals. So depending on who wins game one, game two is going to be uh, possibly a revenge match. Looks like it's going to be in the Bengals home stadium, if I remember correctly. So yeah, it's definitely going to be an, um, an interesting game. And I guess another interesting game would be Raiders and Rams. Yeah, those two teams are definitely going to be going at it. Two playoff teams from last year. Um, getting to the Monday night game, the Patriots at the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals are another one of those teams. You know, they just made the playoffs last year. They might be a borderline playoff team. Patriots want to prove that they're a solid team this year. You got to go beat the Cardinals. You definitely got to uh, make a statement in that game. So definitely looking forward to that. And I mean, Sunday night's Chiefs against Broncos, Wilson against Patrick Mahomes, divisional game. What more could you ask for? I feel like that's going to be a crazy game. And you got Bucks 49ers right before that. So two amazing matchups to end week 14. I guess bouncing to week 15. I guess give me your thoughts on Cleveland. So I guess back to another divisional game against the Ravens. <laughs> so uh, really interesting scheduling there. So I guess the Browns are going to have to go from bringing their A game to bringing their A game again against the Ravens. So um, again, if you want to be a playoff team, you have to be able to beat other playoff teams. So it's going to be interesting to kind of um, see how they deal kind of with how the schedule goes and how they deal with, um, I guess, really solid teams like the Ravens. And I guess uh, another interesting game would be Rams versus Packers. Oh, yeah, Rams versus Packers. Those are two class of the NFC team. So definitely going to be a great matchup. Sunday night, you got the Patriots at the Raiders. Um, I, I mean, these are two teams that, you know, they had a similar record last year. They're both wildcard teams. Um, they both tried to get better this offseason. Obviously, they made different types of moves so we'll see I guess which of these two teams is better in that game and I guess another game I'm looking forward to Bengals against Box, Joe Burrow against Tom Brady I mean what more can you ask for that game should be electric um, getting to week 16 I guess I'll bounce to you for Cleveland well it looks like they're playing another deep playoff team in the Saints so um Again, they're going to have to bring their A game again. Um, but even with that, the Browns should have the, ro the roster to match up with the Saints. So um, hopefully the Browns will be able to do well in this game. And I guess uh, going to another interesting game, I guess just taking a look, um, maybe the Packers versus the Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins, they're definitely going to be better this year. They're going to have a lot of great matchups uh, this season. Um, on Saturday, you got uh, Bengals against Patriots. I mean, this is going to be a tough game. I'm not going to lie. Joe Burrow, I mean, he's a dude. Like, this guy can really play. 
Mac Jones is going to have to try and stack up against him. So if Mac Jones takes a step forward this year, you never know how good the Patriots are going to be. But um, yeah, definitely not going to sleep uh, on this Bengals team. They went all the way to the Super Bowl last year. Definitely going to be great. And I guess another matchup that I'd be looking forward to, uh, I mean, Broncos, Rams, you got Russell Wilson against his old division rival in the Rams. Um, two solid defenses as well. So definitely going to be a great matchup there. Week 17, two weeks left. Um, I'll get to you on the Cleveland Browns matchup. So it looks like the Browns are facing the Washington Commanders. So um, the Commanders, it's kind of hard to gauge just how strong they're going to be this year, but I think um, they should be a decent team. So um, it's going to be kind of not, it might not be as tough a matchup as maybe like the Saints, but I don't think it's going to be kind of um, like the Texans where they they can kind of um, just relax relatively. I think the commanders should be able to push the Browns a little bit. So, yeah, I guess it'll be interesting to see um, how well the commanders do. And I guess another interesting game, um, maybe the Vikings versus the Packers. Oh, yeah, definitely. Divisional game there is definitely going to be a, a really interesting one. Patriots rematch against the Dolphins uh, on Sunday. Um, that's definitely going to be a tough game. Both teams are probably going to be trying to make the playoffs. So those division games are always really tough. Um, and I guess, yeah, just looking at some of the other matchups or the ones that might be interesting, you got to go to Monday night, Bills against Bengals, um, two of the top teams in the AFC last year. I mean, these two could both be trying to win their own division possibly. So, um, yeah, definitely going to mean a lot that game. Um, then going to week 18, I guess I'll get to you on the Browns. So I guess uh, week 18 for the Browns is going off with um, another divisional rivalry against the Steelers. So um, that's quite the team to end your season with. Um, Steelers, they're historically a good team. Rebuilding a bit, they have um, a new quarterback. I think even though they're rebuilding, they still should be pretty solid. They always seem to find a way to play really well against the Browns. So can't really uh, sleep on a team like the Steelers, even if they are rebuilding. So um, hopefully the Browns play really well and hopefully it's a good game. And I guess uh, looking at another potentially interesting game, um, maybe the Chargers and Broncos. Yeah, that Chargers and Broncos could be determining a wild card playoff spot, maybe. So uh, definitely an interesting division matchup. I mean, this game could potentially make or break the Patriots season. Patriots at Buffalo Bills week 18. I mean, I don't know. Are they trying to break the hearts of us Patriots fans over here? But yeah, I, maybe we just hope that they rest Josh Allen that week if they've already locked up the division. Or maybe we've locked up the division and we don't need to play Mac Jones. Who knows, man? But uh, we will definitely have to see how that game goes. And then, I mean, there's so many divisional games here. Maybe I'll find a couple teams that we haven't talked about. Giants against Eagles. Um, that could be for a playoff spot. We know the Eagles made the playoffs last year. We know Giants haven't done it in a while. Maybe they get it figured out this year. Maybe Saquon's finally healthy and the defense puts it together. Maybe these two are battling to win the division. We don't know. So, um, yeah, that definitely could be flexed to Sunday night, as it does say TBD. So, yeah, maybe that's the Sunday night matchup. And, uh, you know, I, I remember uh, Giants against Eagles um, 
uh, they've always had great matchups. So definitely would be something solid for week 18. And I mean, yeah, uh, this is a great schedule. A lot of interesting games, um, tough schedule. I noticed for Cleveland, I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm, I guess um, Cleveland fans, they kind of feel like there's like some kind of, um, I don't know how to, how to explain it exactly, but it's like uh, the Browns kind of got the short end of the stick in terms of scheduling. So it's kind of uh, feeling like the Browns kind of got slighted a bit. But on the other hand, um, again, we're saying the Browns are supposed to be a playoff team. So um, even though it's not necessarily um, what looks like a fair schedule, these are all teams that are potentially playoff teams. So if the Browns do well against a schedule like this, then um, you can be pretty confident that the Browns are going to be a decent playoff team this year. Yeah, I definitely agree. Also for the Patriots, I mean, they're in a tougher division this year. Miami's gotten better. Um, the Jets have gotten decently better. I wouldn't say the Jets are up to the level of the Patriots. I believe Miami is, but, and then we know, we know Buffalo, uh, they won the division last year. So they could, they could be just as good as they were last year. So um, yeah, it's going to be tough for them as well. Um, I mean, Cleveland and new England could be battling it out for the last playoffs, but at the end of the year, we don't even know, like it, it could come down to that, uh, you know, so AFC is going to be tough. Um, you got to have a guy there, a quarterback. Uh, Cleveland got their guy in Deshaun Watson. Hopefully he's cleared to play for the whole season. Patriots have their guy in Mac Jones. So it'll definitely be interesting to see how this season goes. And yeah, um, I guess an early Super Bowl prediction. Give me two teams and give me a winner. Wow. Uh, that's going to be hard to predict. First predictions of the year. Let's do it. First predictions of the year. Um, I guess I'm going to say the Rams because they made the Super Bowl last time. And even though you normally don't go back to back, um, Rams are one of the strongest teams in the league. So maybe they can do it. And then maybe on the AFC side, um, Bills have been making a Super Bowl push for years. So maybe this year is their year. And then who wins that matchup? Who wins that? Um, I guess uh, maybe the Bills go all the way this year. Who knows? All right. I mean, in the NFC, for me, I can't pick against the Buccaneers. Tom Brady came out of retirement for a reason. Uh, he's not just going to, you know, let uh, the Rams beat him again, in my opinion. So I think I'll pick the Bucs to go from that side. And I mean, the AFC is so difficult to predict. Um, I know a lot of people are picking the Chiefs. A lot of people are picking the Bills. Uh, let me let me maybe like just pick a, a team that maybe no one's really picking. Uh, I know this team has had a habit of choking in the playoffs, but maybe they finally go all the way. That's going to be the LA Chargers. I'm not going to stick to this prediction, obviously, because I believe the Bucs would beat them in the Super Bowl. But, I mean, the Bengals went on a run last year, so anyone can pretty much go on a run. Maybe the Chargers do it. I love some of their players. J.C. Jackson, great signing. Khalil Mack, uh, you know, great signing. I mean, this defense is loaded. Their offense is loaded. I mean, yeah, you never know. They could make a run. Justin Herbert's so talented. So, yeah, those are some early um, predictions. And, yeah, that's pretty much it for the release of the NFL schedule. Definitely exciting. And, yeah, I can't wait for football season uh, in 2022. All right, let's move now to big-time basketball. We'll jump right into the NBA playoffs. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy playoff so far. Round two is almost done. 
Um, we'll start in the Western Conference first. Well, the one-four series, Phoenix against Dallas. The series is tied at three. Um, yeah, this series it, it's been back and forth. I believe the home teams have won every game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I guess just looking at Thursday's game, the most recent one, Game Six, Dallas beating Phoenix one thirteen to eighty six. You have uh, Luka Doncic leading in points, rebounds, and assists, 33-11-8, absolutely dominant. Then for the Suns, you have DeAndre Ayton uh, leading in points and rebounds, 21-11, and 11, respectively. And then Mikael Bridges had five assists uh, to lead Phoenix. Um, I guess kind of disappointing in this game from Chris Paul. Um, I guess give me your thoughts on how this series has gone. Yeah, I guess, um, like you said, it's very back and forth. Um, the home team seems to be the team that wins. So I feel like um, this could come down to scheduling. So the team that um, I guess has uh, game seven at home, it looks like they kind of have the advantage. Um, unfortunately, Chris Paul only had 13 points, four assists and uh, two steals. He did have um, a pretty good field goal percentage though. So maybe he could take um, some more field goal attempts. I think he only took seven. So if he took a little bit more, um, maybe it would have been closer, but it's kind of hard to say because um, Luca has been playing amazing. This is kind of like LeBron-esque uh, numbers, if that makes sense. Really high points, really high rebounds, really high assists. So um, I guess maybe you just have to give credit to uh, Dallas here. Yeah, I think Luca's been averaging Jordan numbers in terms of points, which is crazy uh, in terms of playoffs. So he's played really solid. And yeah, the Suns are at home for game seven. Let's just get right to that. They're favored at six and a half. I mean, I think I have to go with the Suns here. They got to bounce back. I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm guessing uh, the Suns should probably bounce back from this. So do you think they're going to win and cover? Or do you think that Dallas should be able to cover? Um, I believe if it's a home game, then I think go with the Suns to win and cover. All right. And yeah, definitely going to be a great game seven there. Um, let's get to a series that's done the two, three series Memphis Grizzlies against the Golden State Warriors. The Warriors win in six games. Obviously, the John Moran injury was huge, uh, really cost Memphis the series, in my opinion. Golden State wins game six, 110 to 96. Obviously, you have Clay Thompson with 30 points to lead the Warriors. Dylan Brooks at 30 to lead Memphis. Then Kevon Looney, 22 rebounds to lead the Warriors. Huge game for him. Steven Adams had 10 to lead Memphis. And then both Draymond Green and Tyus Jones led their respective teams with eight assists. Um, Golden, State, Golden State got dominated the previous game. Then they just come out and have a great game uh, this time against Memphis. I guess what are your thoughts on this series? This is another series that I think has been um, really back and forth as well. I think um, the Grizzlies, they played really well, I think, especially without uh, John Morant fully healthy. Um, Golden State, again, they're another really, dom uh, another really dominant team. So um, I think they did a lot better than um, last year, but um, still, but Golden State, they're usually a good team so it's going to be interesting to see how far they go yeah i definitely agree i really like golden state this year that was probably just an off game for them in game five i think they are a contending team 
whether they face Phoenix or Dallas, they're definitely going to be in a solid position to go to the finals this year. Um, I guess we'll bounce to the East now. Another series done in six, the Miami Heat taking care of the Philadelphia 76ers, four games to two. Um, yeah, this one seed Miami team, they've looked solid. They won game six, 99 to 90. Jimmy Butler leading the way with 32 points for the Heat. Tyrese Maxey had 20 to lead the Sixers. Then in terms of rebounds, Max Struss had 11 to lead Miami, while Joel Embiid had 12 for the Sixers. Gabe Vincent led the Heat with six assists, while James Harden had nine to lead the Sixers. Um, yeah, Miami's they've looked great the whole playoffs. I guess give me your thoughts on this series. Yeah, I mean, uh, they've been playing like the first seed. They were able to beat a team like the 76ers with Embiid and Harden, which is, I think, really impressive. I mean, uh, granted, I don't think Embiid was healthy for the entire series, but um, a lot of the players on the 76ers looked like they really improved this year. Um, Tyrese Maxey broke out. Um, Tobias Harris is solid every year. James Harden looked like he took a bit of a step back this year, so he um, might hopefully bounce back um, next year. I mean, he was just traded to the 76ers, so um, this could be an adjustment period for Harden, but we'll have to see for next year. And I guess for um, Miami, they're one of the deepest teams in the league. They have a bunch of really good talent in terms of Jimmy Butler. Um, they have Bam. They have Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. Um, even potentially Victor Oladipo, depending on how far he bounces back uh, next season as well. Yeah, I mean, take in that they beat this 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 Philadelphia 76ers team without Kyle Lowry. That seems to be pretty impressive. Hopefully he does make a return later on in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, we'll move on to the 2-3 series, the Boston Celtics against the Milwaukee Bucks. This series is tied at three, going to game seven on Sunday. Um, but yeah, looking at game six, I mean, like, yeah, this series has just been so exciting. Uh, Boston was able to tie it up 108 to 95 uh, in Milwaukee, which was huge because now Boston gets the home game for game seven. But Jason Tatum dropped 46 points to lead the Celtics. Yanis and Tedekumpu had 44 to lead Milwaukee. Yanis also added 20 rebounds, an insane stat line to lead the Bucs. Al Orford had 10 to lead Boston. Then Marcus Smart had seven assists to lead Boston, while Yanis had six to lead Milwaukee. I mean, this series has been so back and forth. And I mean, Yanis has just dominated. I guess, what are your thoughts on this series? Um, it's been an amazing series. I mean, we were talking about all-time great numbers with Luca, but um, Jason Tatum and Giannis, they're pulling um, some really good numbers too. 46 for Jason Tatum and nine rebounds, four assists. And Giannis has 44, re 44 points and 20 rebounds. So um, that's uh, really impressive as well. And I don't think the Bucks are fully healthy either. I mean, they no are Middleton, still... Yeah. yeah, no Milton. So it's kind of... Um, shows how uh, deep both teams are. Without a player like Middleton, the Bucks are still pushing the Celtics to seven games. And I think it kind of shows how much um, Giannis improved as a player because um, it looks like he developed um, his game into a more well-rounded, um, I guess, offensive uh, type of game now. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how game seven turns out. 
Yeah, definitely interested to see how game seven turns out. I think this might be Boston's time to break through as they're not going to ch- get a chance to play this Bucks team again, missing Middleton. Um, this is Boston's chance. They got to get it done here. I think they get it done. I don't know if they cover the spread. I think I might lean with Milwaukee there. Celtics are favored by five at home. I guess which side would you take? I guess uh, the Bucks should be able to um, put up a fight. So I think uh, maybe uh, on one hand, the Celtics were able to uh, win by more than five and at an away game. So you'd think maybe at home they could cover, but uh, maybe the Celtics can cover this. All right. And yeah, I'm definitely looking for two game sevens on Sunday. One's at 3.30, one's at 8 p.m. Definitely going to be some interesting stuff. Um, I guess, yeah, give me your last thoughts um, on the NBA. I know we'll be previewing round three uh, in our next episode, but I guess give me your thoughts on, on what's going on in the NBA. Um, I mean, it's been uh, really interesting playoffs. Um, there's some teams that I think they got overlooked a little bit. Um, I, th- I guess the Warriors got overlooked a little bit, but again, they're usually um, really solid. So it's kind of, I guess, uh, nice to see them do well again. And I guess for uh, Miami, um, they've been looking really dominant in the East. And it's just kind of uh, nice to see how well the East has improved. Yeah, I was going to say, if Boston does get through, I'd love to see them go on a run, maybe against Golden State in the finals. That would be in the finals I'd like to see. Got a top offensive team against a really top defensive team. Definitely see how that matches up. Um, But yeah, I mean, you're 100% correct. The playoffs have been insane this year in the NBA. Um, You know, there's been a lot of injuries, but I think we say that every year. Um, you know, players just getting hurt and all that. But yeah, it costs teams. It could cost the Bucs in game seven. You never know. So that's definitely something to keep on the lookout for. And yeah, that's pretty much it for big time basketball. So I'm going to bounce it to you so we can cover everything NHL. All right. So for everything NHL, we're going to cover um, the playoffs again. So looks like some of the series has been finished. So I guess uh, we'll start off um on the eastern side of the playoffs and i guess we can start off with um florida versus the washington capitals and florida was able to win their uh first playoff series since 1996 so really good job by florida and uh, what are your thoughts yeah that's insane that they haven't won a playoff series since 96 um that was the longest drought in the league so they were able to get it done in game six um yeah, I think the Capitals, they were up 2-1, I think, early in the third. I think, yeah, they had goals from Nick Dowd and Nicholas Backstrom. And then I know Ryan Lomberg had scored for Florida. Then Florida sort of came all the way back. Claude Giroux scored. Alexander Barkov scored. And then I think, what was it, with like a minute and three seconds left, TJ Oshie was able to score. So this game went to overtime. I actually thought Caps had the momentum. I thought they were going to take it. Then Carter Verhage scored in overtime for Florida. This guy has six goals in six games in the playoffs. He's literally been insane this year for Florida. And I mean, he's he's won a cup with Tampa Bay before. He he knows what he's doing. Um, and yeah, he's just been insane for Florida in this playoff run. I believe he's one of the top leaders in points. He might be tied with McDavid for the lead in points in the playoffs, which is pretty impressive. So yeah, um, 
we have Verhage really solid. Congrats to the Panthers. Yeah, they'll be moving on to the next round. All right. And I guess, unfortunately, we have to move on to a more, I guess, sour note in the playoffs. Um, I guess they went all the way to Game 7, but unfortunately, the Leafs fell to Tampa Bay. Um, really hard-fought game, but uh, Tampa Bay came out on top. So I guess, what are your thoughts on the series? Yeah, tough series for the Leafs. They they were playing so well. They were up three to two in the series. But Tampa Bay, I mean, this is a battle-tested team. They've won two cups in a row, pretty much on their way to a third at this point. Uh, Nick Paul had two goals for them in game seven, and Morgan Riley had the one for Toronto. And yeah, it was tight game, 2-1. I mean, uh, some bad breaks went the Leafs' way. But other than that, I mean, I think that they played up to Tampa Bay's level to only lose by one goal in game seven. You lost an overtime in game six, and then you dominated Tampa Bay the other three times that you won. I mean, that's a pretty good series in my books. The Leafs just, they need to find a way to break through at some point. It's not going to be this year. So yeah, we get Tampa Bay against Florida. It's the battle of Florida. We know how Tampa Bay was able to clean up Florida pretty quickly last season, but I think this Florida team is a lot better than last year. So I'll definitely be looking forward to that series. For sure. And uh, moving on to another um, really solid playoff series, we have uh, Carolina versus Boston. I mean, Carolina, they've been really solid for the past few years. Boston, they're historically a good hockey team. So another uh, seven-game series, but Carolina came out on top. So uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, this was another one of those tight games. Um but yeah, Carolina, it's been amazing what they've been able to do without their goalie, Freddie Anderson. They've been able to, they, they won a series in seven games. Hopefully they can get him back at some point in the second round. I think they'll be playing the winner of that Rangers-Pittsburgh series. But yeah, Tuvo Teravainen scored for them in the first period. Then Max Domi had two for them in the second period, while Jake DeBrusque had one for Boston. And then David Pasternak scored with like less than a minute left in the third but they weren't able to get the equalizer after that. So yeah, Carolina won three, two, they win the series in seven. Um, yeah, this team, they're a strong team. Maybe they could have beaten Boston in like five or six if they had their goalie. Um, but yeah, I still think Boston put up a pretty good fight and yeah, we'll definitely have to see how Carolina does in round two. For sure. And moving on to the last um, Eastern uh, series, we have the New York Rangers against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, right now, the series is tied at um, three each, so the series is going to game seven. I believe the Rangers were able to, were the ones who pushed the game seven against Pittsburgh by winning five to three, so that's really impressive by the Rangers. And so what are your thoughts on the series so far? Yeah, no Sidney Crosby in game six. I believe he got hurt in game five. He left the game partway through. The Rangers won both games five and six because of that. I know Jeff Carter and Brian Russ scored early in the first to give Pittsburgh a 2-0 lead in that game six. But then Mika Zibanej had two goals in the second. Chris Kreider had a goal in the second. Then Malkin tied it at three for Pittsburgh. But then Chris Kreider scored another goal to put them ahead. And then Andrew Kopp made it 5-3 for the Rangers. Uh, if Crosby doesn't play... I might have to side with the Rangers uh, in this game seven. I don't know who's favored in this game. I haven't checked. I'll just have to check right now as we, as we speak. But um, yeah, um, yeah, I believe the Rangers are favored. Oh, yeah, they're at home. Um, yeah, Rangers are favored. Yeah, 
I don't, if Crosby doesn't play, I think I'm going to have to go with the Rangers. But yeah, if Sidney Crosby's in, he's a game seven player. I got to go with Pittsburgh. I guess, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be kind of interesting. Um, I feel like uh, this is kind of like a golden opportunity for the Rangers. So um, thinking uh, maybe Pittsburgh, they're not looking quite as solid as they did in previous years. So maybe this is kind of their opportunity they already pushed for the game seven. So maybe they're going to take the chance and go all, I guess, at least go to the um, next round. Yeah. I mean, Pittsburgh hasn't had their starter and Tristan Jari in net and their backup Casey DeSmith got hurt in game one. So they've been riding a third string goalie the entire series. I'm surprised they were able to get up to three, one in this series. Um, but then, yeah, you lose your two starting goalies and you lose Sidney Crosby. I know Ricard Raquel has been missing from this series. The, Pittsburgh is full of injuries right now. So if they somehow win this game seven, it'll be interesting to see which between them and Carolina will have more injuries when they face each other. But yeah, if this Rangers team finds a way to get through, they're one of the healthier teams right now. So they could definitely go on a run. Yeah, for sure. And I guess uh, moving on to the Western side of the playoffs, we have um basically a sweep um colorado's able to bury nashville in every game that they played um really unfortunate for nashville but i guess pretty fortunate for colorado um, what are your thoughts on the series yeah we talked about nashville not having their goalie uc Saros in this series they got bodied i mean there's nothing else i could say about that the only close game i believe was game two which went to overtime but yeah, Makar, I believe, was the one that buried the winner there. This Avalanche team, they just they just dominated. I mean, you got Burakovsky scoring in game four, the first goal. Yakov Trenin tied it for Nashville. Makar took the 2-1 lead, then Trenin tied it again for Nashville. Philip Forsberg put Nashville ahead in the third period. Then Devon Taves tied it up. Valerie Nichushkin scored after that. Then Nathan McKinnon scored after that. Yeah, this Avalanche team, they're looking great. I mean... Nothing else I can say. They swept the first round last year, and then they got upset in the second round. I don't know if that's going to happen this year. I mean, we've been saying that every year. Hopefully, Darcy Kemper uh, does come back. I know he missed one game because of an injury, so if they don't have their goalie, that could be concerning. But other than that, yeah, this Colorado team looks like they're for real. Sure. And I guess looking at another um, really solid series, we have um, St. Louis uh, winning in six games against um, the Minnesota Wilds. So um, what do you think about the series? Yeah, we know St. Louis, they won the cup like what, three years ago. So they've been there. They, they know how to win a playoff series. This Minnesota team's a little new. They're a little fresh. And a, a lot of the vets here scored for St. Louis in game six. You had Nick Letty, Stanley Cup champion with Chicago. You got Ryan O'Reilly, who's the Blues captain. You have Tyler Bozak, Vlad Tarasenko. All three of those guys were on the cup team. And then Colton Pareko scoring the third. Those are all cup-winning guys. They know how to play in, in series clinchers. So great goals from them. And then obviously Matt Dumba had the one goal for, for Minnesota in this game. I mean, whether it was Marc-Andre Fleury or Cam Talbot in net for the Wild, they just didn't look like they had much of a chance in the series. Uh, the Blues bring back Jordan Bennington to play goal, and he just played so solid. He's looking like he was looking the, the year he won the Stanley Cup with them. So this Blues team, I know they got swept by Colorado last year, but I feel like they've gotten a lot better. Uh, they'll give Colorado a good fight there in the second round. Sure. And uh, looking at the next series, right now it's tied 3-3. Three to three. 
So it's going to game seven. We have the Flames versus the Stars. Um, both teams, they've been uh, wanting to make it back. I think the Flames, um, they haven't gone on a deep playoff run in a long time. Um, the Stars, they haven't, uh, I guess, gone on a deep playoff run. In kind of a shorter time, they're trying to kind of bounce back to being a solid playoff team. And so are the Flames. But what are your thoughts so far? Yeah, I honestly thought Calgary could have maybe won the series in five or something like that. But Dallas has really proved me wrong. They've been really solid in this series. Jake Ottinger has been a fantastic goalie in this series. They won game six convincingly. Rope Hint scored for Dallas in the first. Michael Raffle scored for Dallas in the second. Then Michael Stone and Michael Backlund tied it up for Calgary in the second. Then Merrill Haskinen took the lead for Dallas three to two. And then in the third period, Tyler Sagan gets an empty netter to seal it for the Dallas Stars. And I mean, yeah, this game could go either way uh, in game seven. Both teams, they've had their strong points. Um, they've won convincing games. They've won close games. Um, I think in terms of a game seven prediction, I might lean with Calgary just because they're home, but I wouldn't count out Dallas. I guess, uh, I guess what are your thoughts on game seven? I feel like... Um... This could go either way. Um, I guess just looking at who pushed Game 7. I mean, Dallas pushed Game 7. It's going to be at Calgary's home. Yeah, this is basically like a coin flip game to a really back-and-forth series. Um, I guess I'll go with um, maybe I'll go with the Flames. Right? Why not? Yeah, I think Calgary is pretty heavily favored in this game. So if you like Dallas, definitely hammer them on the money line because you'll get a decent profit there. But yeah, I kind of do like Calgary. Uh, it's just that feeling that they might be able to push through this year. But I mean, after seeing what happened with the Leafs and just like some Canadian teams not being able to push through, I might have some doubts in my mind about Calgary. But yeah, we'll definitely have to see how this series and how this game seven goes. I'm definitely excited for that. Sure. And I guess looking at another uh, seven-game series, we have the Oilers versus the Kings. I mean, this one's been looking um, a little bit shaky. I mean, both teams, they've been really going back and forth. But uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, this game seven is currently being played as we're recording. 0-0 at the end of the first period. Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of game LA likes to play. Low-scoring game, because we know the Oilers are like a high-flying scoring type team. You got like big names like Connor McDavid and others. So, I mean, LA is making the Oilers play their game. Um, I think the Oilers are leading in the shots for, for this game. So we'll definitely have to see. It looks like Leon Dreisaitl is playing after there was rumors that he was going to miss game seven. He actually is able to play. So that's great for the Oilers. I mean, this is the Oilers chance to break through. They got to do it. Um the Kings have looked solid, more solid than I expected. Obviously, I predicted the Oilers to finish in like, what, four or five, and that clearly didn't happen. So, um, yeah, definitely looking really solid. Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on Game 7? I feel like um, in terms of Game 7, I'm thinking maybe there's a chance the Kings might be able to get um, the win. I'm not, I was going to say upset, but I feel like, um, yeah, the Kings could get the win. Um, my thinking was if the Oilers didn't put the Kings away in maybe like five or six games, there was like maybe a chance that the Kings could adapt to how the Oilers play and like figure out a way to beat them. So I'm thinking the Kings might have a chance here. 
Yeah, it's definitely looking like that. Zero zero. Obviously, it can go either way, but um, yeah, the Oilers they definitely got to start scoring early and often in the second because yeah, the lower scoring game it is it favors the Kings. They could just put in one goal and then shut the door the rest of the way. We know how good Jonathan Quick is, two times Stanley Cup champion in the playoffs as a goalie. So yeah, the, the Kings of old could come back. The, uh, vintage LA Kings from eight to 10 years ago. So um, yeah, we'll definitely have to see uh, how that happens, but yeah, definitely round one's been pretty crazy. Um, pretty exciting. I mean, uh, yeah, you get what Florida against Tampa and then in the next round, I know next episode will probably like properly preview these series, but um, yeah. And then you got like Carolina against the winner of the um, Rangers Pittsburgh game seven. Then you got Colorado against St. Louis and then you got, uh, Calgary and Dallas, the winner there plays the Edmonton Kings winner. So, yeah, um, definitely going to be some great series in the next round. For sure. Um, I guess just what are your general thoughts on the teams that have survived past the second to the second round or teams that haven't been eliminated yet? Yeah, I mean, both Florida and Tampa Bay are strong teams. Um, we know Florida was like top team. They won the President's Trophy. They had the most points at the end of the season. Um, and we know Tampa Bay two-time Stanley Cup champion, so that's going to be a battle. It's probably going to go similarly to the way the Toronto-Tampa series went, probably like six or seven games. Uh, we know how good these two teams are. And then, yeah, some of these teams are dealing with injuries, like with goalies, like whether it's Carolina, whether it's Pittsburgh, Colorado. Uh, we don't know uh, how their goaltending situations are going to go. Definitely be interesting to see. Got St. Louis in the second round. Finally, I think they had back-to-back first-round upsets in the last two years. So um, they're finally in the second round again. Um, and then you got the two Canadian teams out west that are trying to win their respective Game 7. So, yeah, a lot of great teams left. I definitely think the playoffs is going to still be really exciting. For sure. And I guess uh, what are your thoughts on, uh, I guess, some unlikely teams making some runs? I mean, We've got the Rangers. Um, they're hoping that they can kind of lead their way to the Stanley Cup. We have the Flames. We have the Stars both trying to, uh, I guess, make it back to some former glory. Uh, we have a really young Oilers team that's trying to prove that um, they they should have the experience by now and that, they are, that they're able to kind of tap into the potential that they have. And we have a Kings team that it looks like it's the return of the Kings. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to say this, like the winner of this Florida-Tampa series is probably going to the finals. I think these are the two best teams left in the East. Um, I think between Florida, Toronto, and Tampa, those are like the three best teams. Tampa got the best of Toronto. So then you have Tampa against Florida, and the winner of that should be able to beat whoever comes out of the Metro, in my opinion, because we've seen the Rangers. They've had a bit of holes in their lineup as we've noticed in some of their defense. Pittsburgh hasn't been healthy. Carolina, they've had their health issues in terms of goaltending. I mean, if they get Anderson back, there is a possibility. But yeah, um, I think between those teams, I think Florida and Tampa should come out of the East. And then in the West, it's pretty much who's going to stop Colorado. That's I think that's all I have to say. Yeah, I guess we could see a Stanley Cup between um, Tampa Bay and Colorado. That's going to be really interesting. Yeah, I mean, if Colorado can finally break through, I definitely think they can do some damage later on in the playoffs. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how kind of how the high-powered offense of Colorado goes against um, just a really solid team in general, Tampa Bay. Um, they don't really have any 
uh, real weaknesses, in my opinion. Um, they're solid every year in terms of offense, in terms of defense, in terms of goaltending. So, um, yeah, definitely would be an interesting potential Stanley Cup. Yeah, I definitely agree. A lot of great matchups So with some of the teams that are left. For sure. And I guess uh, that about concludes uh, everything NHL and the Fantasy Fanatics podcast for this week. If you liked what you watched, you can subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, give us a like, uh, give us a review, give us your thoughts on um, both the playoffs on NBA and NHL and your thoughts on the upcoming NFL season. And uh, if you liked what you listened to, you can follow us on Spotify and you can also follow us on Apple Music and Google Podcasts. And if you need some sports picks, you can follow us at FanFanPodcast on both Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you guys next week.